You're listening to the Lux Life Discovered Podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion, because we believe everyone should be living their best life, their Lux Life. The show is hosted by Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group, a premier national event planning company, and co-hosted by Shannon Richmond, the vice president of the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notifications of future episodes. The show is produced by 30A Media and is broadcast on your favorite podcast outlets, as well as YouTube, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TVs, and other major brand smart TVs. Hello, I'm Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group. Welcome to another episode of Lux Life Discovered. My co-host today is Paul Fazard with 30A Media. Welcome, Paul. Hi, everybody. And our guest today is Tanara Haney with Tanara Lux Floral in Little Rock, Arkansas. And so excited to have you on today, Tanara. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Rick, Paul. Let's get it going. Let's, let's talk. do it. Well, so let's talk. Okay, for those who don't know you, Tanara is like the premier florist, I won't call it florist, floral designer in the state of Arkansas and the Mid-South. And if you've ever seen some of her work, you can't help but be impressed. So where did that vision come from? Oh, gosh, Rick, that's a question that I've wondered myself. I think it's uh, just being a creative kid to a creative young adult to a creative adult. I've always um, looked for the beauty in life. Um, I've always uh, migrated more towards the artful way. Uh, I found floral at a very young age, 19, and I uh, was in college. I thought, gosh, this is never going to sustain my lifestyle, but oh, do I love it. And um, I got out of it, but would, it would always come real. It would reel me back in and I loved it. And I just learned at some point how to build a, a life with doing it. And it took me a while. It took me a lot of self-help books and uh, yeah, I got started and I trained myself and I sought so much education in the floral arts that your mind would just go crazy. And I learned from so many people that are amazing. And I took little bits of pieces of them, kind of like how a musician does. And I built my own style based on things that they taught me. And fast forward to today, Tenero Lux Floral. And we're going 24 years strong. And I love every day coming into work. So over those 24 years, I, I can't even imagine the changes that you've seen and the different shifts in the industry and, and all of that that you've experienced. Oh, yeah, lots. Uh, we saw the uh, downturn of 2008 with the housing crisis. However, weddings did not suffer. People just really want to be in love and they want life to go that way. And I think that's kind of beautiful. Um, we saw the introduction of social media through my career. Um, back in when I started, you had to do a really good job and people had to go to an event to experience your work. This These days, they can see everything without going. And um, it's kind of a change. Um, some things are for the better. Some things I'm not so sure are the best. <laughs> And I know we all feel that way. Yeah. 
Well, for sure, I don't. I can't smell flowers over the internet. So I bet you some of the <laughs> some of the scents and stuff that you've got going on there with some of your amazing displays. I would rather see them in person than I would look at a picture. Oh yes, you cannot deny an in-person event from Tenera Lux World. It's just well, an experience. I was going to say when you go to your your office there in Little Rock to your shop, it's it's an experience in itself. It's not going into a typical like forest, you know, it's, when you walk in, it's already an experience and just the, the scale of, of what you bring is already presented when you walk in the door. Oh, thank you. We try really hard, you know, it's all about ideas um, and we want to give you an environment where you are free to dream. So when you walk in, I always feel like you're in a jungle when you come into my store, but you walk in into our plant section and there's the wonderful misters, and it feels like you're in the rainforest. And we're usually watching a beautiful film that's projected on the wall. And there's always great music. Every part of Tenera Lux Floral is curated to be to highlight the senses. And it definitely does. Thank you. So, so you're actually growing in your on the premises as well as actually bringing flowers in from other areas. Obviously, you can't have everything you know, to hand it, it, you know, at one time? It's a great question, Paul. I uh, don't grow. Um, we source everything that we can. All of our fresh flowers are sourced either from California or um, Mexico or South America um, is a lot of where we get our roses. Um, so, and then plants come from good old hot springs, Arkansas. So we get, a, we get all of our plants for our daily deliveries there. I like to say we're the purveyors of beautiful floral and plants and events. Um, but growing is not my strong suit. I do <laughs> garden at home and during COVID, I like the rest of the world, got out there with my tomatoes. I am a good Southern girl. And, uh, but yeah, um, growing is a whole new art. And I'm not so sure I'm the best at it. <laughs> it's kind of like just stay with what you're good at and just yeah, right. leave that to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> great medium. And I, I can take what a farmer has grown and I can take that bit of God's art, turn it into something even prettier. Oh, most definitely is that. I've had the, honor of working with Sarah on a wedding um, a couple yeah. of years ago. And the wedding was supposed to have happened during right at the first of COVID. Mm -hmm. And we had to postpone the wedding. And then we had to change cities and venues and everything else. And Tanera and her team and all of our vendors in Northwest Arkansas, thank goodness, they all stayed with us. They all worked beautifully together. And you guys did such an amazing job. And, you know, that was thank such you. a a treat to work with all the professionals. I mean, everybody was, I think, above the norm on that, on that way. Well, let's give you a little bit of kudos. You were a true leader and we did so well because we had great leadership. Uh, everybody felt respected. Every, everybody's time felt respected. You know, we all went through that in the event industry, Rick, and I, um, I have nightmares from it and I have uh, wins and losses through that sure. whole uh, time and it really did impact the event industry. I feel the hardest um, because you know we our jobs are based on gatherings and you just could not gather. And even if people wanted to, it couldn't happen. There was 
You know, they were, I can remember, do you remember, Rick, when there was a bit of shaming if they gathered in a small oh, yes. group? So it was so much happening and so much we didn't know as the world was going on. And uh, you just came in like a breeze and made it fun and um, made your client have the best event possible. And I thank you for taking us for the ride. Oh, well, well thank you. Yeah, like I said, all the vendors, you and your team, I mean, it was just a good mix of the better, I think, for that event. So, but, and something I want to talk about, and we were talking about this before you started the podcast, your Inspire Wedding Show. And then yeah. we're going to hit on some of your, your elaborate weddings that you've done. But the Inspire Wedding Show, Paul, for anybody that's been to a bridal show, and of course I host a couple of bridal shows, this Inspire Wedding Show is, it's, it's a, like you said, it's an immersion. It's a, such a unique experience because it's not a bridal show in any stretch of the imagination. It is an experience. And Tanera was able to pull the better vendors in the state together. And it just, it was, it's such an amazing experience. I mean, it's, I've never seen anything like it. And so um, I know you say right now it may not continue, but I'm, I'm in your corner. I'll be rooting and, I'll be trying to like prod you along. <laughs> you know, it's like we were saying earlier. I I love every aspect of the Inspire Wedding Show. I love giving a group of vendors a, a project. We would they would have a project to work on. I would pair them together um, strategically, and um, they the beauty and the. Um, the work the what they could do to work together it's almost like the the stone suit uh story but that everybody brought something to the table and what it did it created environments that the attendee could walk through and immerse themselves and everything had a category so these days we all understand about categories everybody loves the enneagram um they would say you could find a bride identifying with a category. And maybe we had a uh, had a category uh, called Lux. And she would, uh, you could hear them talking and she might say, well, I'm Lux and you're blushing bride or whatever, whatever categories we had at the time. Um, and it was so interesting. Uh, it takes a lot of work to do a show like that. And um, of course, COVID uh, we had to stop, and I think we were so new at getting going right before it, it kind of lost the momentum, and at that point, it was, let's just make sure our businesses are okay sure. after yeah. COVID, and then we'll get back to creativity, and so when I feel like everything's stable, maybe if I'm not too old, I might bring it to mind. Well, if you get an email from me or a text or a message on Instagram saying, I think it's time. You're going to know what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, my Lord. I'm going to make you come here and help me. That's <laughs> I'll be glad to. But I, uh -oh. I can't even imagine the work and the time that went into preparing for that. And then the day of, especially the first one you did in Little Rock. I'm sure that morning you woke up and thought, oh, my gosh, this is it. You know, because it was it was elaborate. It was fun. And it was absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Rick. You've always been so complimentary and 
I just appreciate that. I I really feel so blessed to get to do what I love. You know, so many people don't get that opportunity. Right. And, and many people close to me don't get that opportunity. So I even have to be careful about me talking about work because I'm every day I'm just doing something different. It doesn't feel like work. And I I look up and it's five o'clock and I'm like, where did the time go? I feel like we just got started. I know you all feel the same. Right. Well, and Tanera, when, when a bride comes to you and, and the planner and they meet with you, that that appointment becomes an experience in itself because Tanera mm-hmm. has the ability to sketch things while you're there talking and capture and listen to what the bride's saying, capture the whole, like the feel of the event and the bride's personality and the recommendations that you make are, are amazing. And mm-hmm. it really helps a bride put into spec- perspective what she's really trying to envision for a day. And um, so you, you do a, a great job in your appointments for sure. Oh, thank you. So does that does, start with budget? <laughs> no, no, it does not. Um, <laughs> You know, money ruins everything, Paul. And uh, I want to talk about ideas. I'm an idea girl. And, um, you know, always do we we have to address budget. And um, the good news is with social media and things that are really showing people the possibilities of what can be done, it's such a different bride than it was 10, 15 years ago. I get a bride that's more informed. Um, they they know what they want. They've seen things on social media that they can relate to or something that's exciting to them. So what I try to do is take those, you know, that flooding of content that happens, and I try to take what the bride is wanting to create and really tailor it to her own experience. Um, You know, I really, a wedding is a very personal individualistic thing that somebody wants to put their brand on their style. It is usually the first party a um, married couple will have. And, you know, I always say to a bride, you, uh, in, a, in the nicest way, you know, everybody says this is your wedding and it is, but it is the first party you're hosting as a married couple. So you want your guest to feel amazing. And so let's turn, you know, we want you to have an equal amount of attention, obviously, because you're the host, but let's turn the attention to this guest experience. And that's what I'm seeing is really changing is that these brides and grooms are wanting to give an ultimate guest experience that personifies them as a couple to, you know, 200, 250 of their closest friends, because they do know that that's probably the only time in their lifetime. And that's actually fact that that those people will be together all of them again. So you might little get get little groups together of that same wedding party, but you've got everybody in that one room. Boy, the pressure is on. And uh, that's what we do. We make it personal. We personalize it. I'm not looking to create the same event weekend to weekend. I want to push myself. Boy, it gets me in trouble sometimes because creatively you get spent trying to reinvent the wheel every week. But um, 
it's, I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, my creative life is fulfilled me in so many ways. Uh, I've got a great husband and dogs that I get to go home and share it with. And, uh, and I live for these brides. Well, and you were talking about your, like creating everything. You were very creative because with your work, I don't see a trend like there's some planner, some force you can look at and know they did it. With you, the only reason you can identify it as yours is because of the level of the scale of it and the elegance. But you're very creative and it's not a cookie cutter look. So I'm, I mean, that as a compliment, you know what I'm saying? Because oh, um, you just, such a compliment. yeah, because you bring out the, the personality of, of the bride and what she's wanting to capture. And so um, during COVID, for example, the wedding that we did together, you know, it was supposed to be like 400 and something originally, and it was cut down to 113, I think it was the final number at a different location. And yet we didn't cut back on the floral budget a lot, no. but um, it, it was just so unique. And I think, and my point on all that is I think during COVID, I think it kind of made us all realize smaller and the more personal aspect of it and having the right group is what it's all about. Now, don't get me wrong. You and I both like the big projects and the big weddings. Sure. So, yeah. But did you see that during COVID also? I mean, I thought some of the weddings were just so fun and personal and enjoyable. I did. It's it's amazing how um, when something that, you know, horrific happens that um, that people find a way and uh, they're going to find a way to live and they're always going to find a way to celebrate as long as the times are, you know, celebratable. And um, I enjoyed the more intimate wedding. Um, I'm like, why? Why have chicken strips when you can have Wagyu beef? <laughs> you know, it's much cheaper to uh, feed 50 people fantastic than it is 400. Yeah. And um, and then really you're getting intimate experiences. And I know you experienced that, Rick, firsthand because you're, you planners are the ones that are at the wedding partying with the guest as you're working and you're really seeing that engagement. And uh, they're really getting quality experiences. They're getting to thank each guest for coming. They're dancing with each guest. Right. Um, they're talking. You can't, it's harder to do that with the larger weddings. You're, you're barely getting, we call them a table touch, where you go in and you thank everybody at each table for attending. It's, it's just way more intimate. I always say, who doesn't want to see their favorite band at a small right. venue? versus right. a huge stadium where you're watching the musician from a jumbotron. Right. I hate that. That's so true, yeah. I love a small event. And you know what? Small events don't always mean less money, especially if you right. want to have a luxurious event. But it is more touchable. Right. And I really do hope that that trend stays with us. I do too. And I knew that you and I would start talking and we're going to there are many things we could talk about, but I want to congratulate you on the great job that you did on Sarah Huckabee Sanders' inaugural ball. Thank so, you. So, and Paul, she also teamed up with 
floors from across the state and worked with them. And I mean, she was the lead person, but she organized everything, had a vision, and brought these other talented people in and worked to, with them. Because how many centerpieces did you guys do? Um, over 300. That's Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, so it was, and it was over the top. It was beautiful. And kind of talk about that for a few minutes. Oh, you're sweet. Um, it was the highest attended um, inauguration that we've seen in our state in a long while. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's our first female governor. Right. There was so much excitement in the year. Um, I was called um, probably about 30 days prior to and given the job. And so if anybody You're worries, like, thanks, but oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'm like, and, you know, we're still coming off of uh, shortages on supplies. So we're trying to get all that in here. And it was a little bit of hustle and bustle, but we got it done. And, um, you know, one great thing about our governor is that she is so um, inclusive I brought her the idea of bringing on all of the florists from neighboring cities and towns, because I do sometimes feel like because we're in the capital city, we get to um, do a lot of the big inaugurations, the balls, the things that a lot of these small towns don't ever touch or get to see. But there is so much talent in our state. And Arkansas is probably one of the most resourceful states. Um, and so I called up a few of my friends and I said, why don't you help a girl out? Would you like to come design for our governor as part of our extended team? And I didn't get one no. Um, they were excited. Um, they gave every bit of they that they had. These designers were people that have thriving businesses in their town. So they left their business probably with their employees. And if you know anything about small business, it's very hard for us to leave. So they really gave up their time and their service and commitment. Um, we had the best time. Uh, it was such a... a I don't know. We sat together at the inauguration. It's just like we bonded. And uh, a lot of them I knew uh, well. A lot of them I didn't know as well, but got to know. We're all now lifelong friends. I know we will be because we have this floral thing that ties us together. But we did um, 300 tables. And um, it's crazy. Um, uh, we did it in about three days. And that's uh, start to finish. And we handled everything from the linens to helping select wow. the china, the um, the place settings, the uh, decor on the stage, the decor when you entered. Um, so we did a lot more than just the just, floor. Right, right. I didn't realize that. Wow. Well, such a, and to have 30 days, you know, we're used to planning like six months to a year out. Um, you know how that goes. And I can't imagine... I was, we want you to do the inaugural ball. You have 30 days mm -hmm. to do it. And then you pull all this together. It was absolutely gorgeous. And I've just Thank seen you. just a few of the pictures, but Thank great you. job. So and, how, do, how do you um, juggle, I guess, is the right word to look at. So the shelf life of a particular flower is different from another, I assume, based on the ones that die in our house. And <laughs> we just put them on death row, basically. 
but, you have to water. but how you, what's in season, how it goes with another plant and how they last and how they look from day to day is a fascinating uh, thing. How do you how do you manage all of that at, at a particular time? It's a great question, Paul. It's um, it's difficult. You know, it's all through flower processing. Um, I knew we were in January, so I knew the lack of, we wouldn't need the coolers that we would need if we were in, oh, maybe like a summer month. Um, you know, it, it involved keeping the rooms very cool. So we um, had, and if you can remember right around the inauguration, it was unseasonably warm. So we definitely had to get everything cooled off really quick. And we had to make sure that we were cutting everything in and that it was remaining um, in water. Just like Rick said, um, you've got about three to four days, that, especially at that time of year that you have, that you can work. So it's like you're on a time limit. Um, but we were, we managed to do it. Uh, you might have a few flowers that fail maybe overnight after you would, would do your fabrication. You'd pull those out. We'd just come in and replace those. So we mitigated all our flower arrangements as we placed them on the table. And we all had quality control processes that we watched over and it worked. Um, now, July, I would have had to had semi trucks outside with uh, ref uh, refrigerating units on them, cooling all of that. So this actually worked out because you were actually able to design it, stow it, and then it went straight to the table. We weren't designing at my uh, studio and then transporting it. And I love when we get to do that because when you're not having to think about transport, your arrangements can get fuller and more illustrious. And, uh, you know, you always have to kind of bring it down when you're moving stuff in a van. Do you have to deal with the supply chain problems like something doesn't show up on time too? You know, what if the inaugural thing or a wedding is on Saturday and then it stuff shows up on Tuesday, that's not going to help you. Not good. I had only one thing, which was some apple blossom seeds that we were trying to finish our job with. We gave away beautiful um, mint julep cups that were, um, it had a, the monogram of what we were using, our logo for the governor. And we put an apple blossom seed packet in those and I was missing over a hundred apple blossom seeds that came in that day. Yeah. And I was sweating bullets and I finally got it and we got them into the our uh, mint julep cups and no one knew, but I was in the yeah. back going, how is this going <laughs> They don't see the stress that you're going through. <laughs> then I would tell myself, it's just seeds. Yeah. Is anybody going to really plant these? Did we go to the store? Can we get some tomato seeds? Would they know? Little, little inside. It's like these apple trees look like tomatoes. That's weird. Yeah, I, I know. It's <laughs> oh a so, tomato. Right. So, what do you see the trends for twenty twenty three and flowers and for weddings? What? I'm so excited you asked me about it because I cannot wait to say color, color, and Good. more yes. color. I tell you. Um, Brides are not afraid. Um, you will have your traditionalists who always love white. And that's great because you can look back on that in 30, 40 years and your wedding will always look timeless. But with all the immersion of content, um, brides are not afraid to bring in color, great texture. Uh, we're still seeing tropical um, 
foliages used with good old Southern roses and peonies. And I think that's a wonderful juxtaposition that I've seen over the last five years. That's not going away. Right. Uh, loving it. Everything is very bespoke. Everything is very customized right. now. Well, I think even with wedding gowns, we're going to be surprised, you know, mm -hmm. so that's going to be interesting. It'll, it's going to be interesting to see how accepted that is because there are some brides that are wanting to be bold and not have the traditional white, you know, and there are some that I've Good. seen some gowns that are gorgeous. So it's going to be It's going to be an interesting year all the way around. Oh, I think so. I'm here for it. Well, good. Yeah, there's so many things you and I could cover from you did a wedding at Crystal Bridges. Uh, was it two years ago? That was just the cherry blossom trees and absolutely over the top. I was going to say one of your best, but I don't know if that's true or not, because there's so many one of the place. best, you know? So, yeah. It was it was gorgeous. How could that not be so pretty? That venue is yes. insanely gorgeous. Uh, Alice Walton has outdone herself again. No and West Arkansas just blazes that trail. Um, but I got a little, I got a little secret. What's that? I've gotten, I've gotten to view our wonderful art center in Little Rock, Rick. Have you and, really? Oh, you all, just you wait. It's going to be an amazing, uh, amazing venue for weddings. And, and when parties. does that open? That's going to be that, 24, right? No, that's actually opening up this year. Okay. We have the second wedding there, which will happen August the 5th. going to be a gorgeous wedding. You're going to want to look out for that. Awesome. Um, we've got a really good concept going there. Think mid-century 60s modern really it's, it's, oh i'm telling See, you i love this excitement when because this oh, is listen. this way tanara gets into her oh i <laughs> her know I, just love there. It. <laughs> well, I was just there yesterday and i've been posting so i've been reposting some of the things they're they're posting they're already starting to get the art in and the sculptures and from somebody that has worked at our art center for years you know, it went away while they were doing the renovation for so long. So she's back and oh, she's better great. than ever. And Rick, you're going to just fall apart when you see it. Well, it's I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, Tanara, thank you so much for taking time to be with mm -hmm. us today. It's always great to visit with you. Um, share your website and your link with, link with um, our viewers and listeners. Be happy to. We are at TaniraLuxFloral.com and that's Lux with an E, just like you guys have spelled it, Lux Life. I love that. Um, and you can find us on social media on Instagram. Our handle is TaniraLuxFloral. Also on Facebook. I don't do the Twitter thing. <laughs> I don't do, or the TikTok. I'm too, you know, it's like I'm good with what I do, but let's, let's not push it. <laughs> Rick, we're in the visual business. That's so. right. Well, thank you again. And tell Stephen, thanks for helping get everything set up. And, you know, we didn't talk about this, but the team that you have working with you, I mean, they're yeah. they're phenomenal, too. So we can't forget about them as well. Well, we'll have another sure. episode. And we'll well, we, we'll have to. We can. Y'all need to have an episode and get yeah. Stephen on. You know, Stephen's been a creative director with Tanira Lux Floral for 17 years now. I didn't know they've been that uh, long. Gosh. Yeah. He puts up with me. And <laughs> well, you make a, you guys make a great team. So we enjoy each other. Well, thank you so much. And 
That concludes our episode of Lux Life Discovered. Thanks don't, don't for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe. No, right? I'm going to. Hit the and be button. sure to hit the subscribe button. Also comment yes. about yeah. um, if you want to touch base with Tanera, have a question for Tanera. For Tanera. Be sure to leave that question. Also leave in the comment where you're from that you're listening to the podcast. So thank you. Paul, Rick, thank you guys again. Y'all are doing a great job for the event industry. Well, thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.